Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing all your cyber data from the net space. Mm, that works, because this week, Sam, I'm a porpoise in a tank that was a Navy experiment, but now mm. is basically like a virtual safe cracker. Yes, can you make a porpoise noise for me? <laughs> That's a dolphin. What, what's the difference? <laughs> I think they're very different. I'm isn't a porpoise like a sea cow? No, they're they're very No, that's a manatee. That's a manatee that you're thinking of. What's a porpoise? A porpoise is like a dolphin. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. I got to look this up. It's like a turtle um, is to a tortoise. It's like they're 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 essentially functionally Sam, they're the same thing to us lay oh. people. Oh. It's a dolphin that got punched in the snoot. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And here I was thinking that porpoises were always some sort of uh, sea cow derivative. It, no? Hmm. No? Well? You were today years old. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, can I just say I that you count- gave me, you gave me like... The weirdest existential crisis just then, when I made a porpoise slash dolphin noise, <laughs> and you said, "Can you make a a porpoise noise?" And I mm-hmm. had I lost a sense of self. I astrally projected into Jupiter. I <laughs> well, can I tell you that I can count probably on one hand the number of times I've thought about porpoises? Mm, yeah, that's true. Doesn't come up a whole lot around these Weirdly, parts. Weirdly, no. Yeah. Um, Weirdly, I think about sea cows way more often. I, the humble sea the cow. humble sea cow. Well, now that I'm back in my body, um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to continue podcasting. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, from all this porpoise talk, you can tell that we watched 1995's Johnny Mnemonic, or, if you prefer, Mnemonic. Minimonic is extremely Minimonic. powerful. Uh, Luke. Yeah. How was your watch? Watch was pretty bog standard. It was leftovers night, so scrounged Ooh. together a meal. Um, what kind of leftovers? We're talking. I don't know what you've been cooking lately. So the well, I haven't been. That's kind of the problem. Um, Ooh. 
but we I plan I plan to get back on track with the cooking, but we've just been busy. So tonight was half a leftover red curry mm. and half a burger. Ooh, real culture clash. Yeah, real culture clash. Just sort of duking it out on my microwave. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I yeah. will say, uh, at the same time, I had one, and then about an hour later, I had the other. So Right. You know those are going to also duke it out in your gut, right? Yeah, probably. But Sam, everything nukes, uh, dukes it out in my gut and nukes my gut. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know... It might have something to do with why your house pooped the other week. Because <laughs> I did a big old boom boom. Um. <laughs> a big old, big old boom boom because your food had a fight in your belly. Could be. Um, that is what I told the plumber when we called mm-hmm. to potentially get a plumbing service out here. Is Excuse me. I did a big old boom boom because the food my- fought in my tummy. In my tum-tum. In my tum-tum. And uh, they said that'll be $500 an hour minimum. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and you said, fuck that. I'll make my house shit myself. Yeah, basically. So, Sam, pretty bog standard watch. Jeffrey B. supposed did serve this up. He had it on hand and ready. In fact, he was about to watch it anyway, mm. which was weird. Um, yeah. Interesting choice for him. Yeah, I think this is one of Jeffrey Beesbus's like favorite movies for some reason. Really? Yeah. Okay. Had it queued up. Huh. Wish, wish he were here so we could unpack that. Yeah, and then kill him. Um, well, yes, that too. We should kill Jeffrey Beesbus and Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. This is a joke. This is a joke. Um, yep. Got our legal uh, <laughs> stuff. We're good. We're good. Legal says good. Two thumbs up Mm -hmm. from legal. As long as you say, this is a joke. This is a joke. Um, Sam, how was your watch? Pretty standard. Got some kebab house uh, Mm. for dinner. Um, And then the movie was watched. I don't, whatever. Uh, Let me talk to you about dessert. Okay. So, um, you know, we're big fans of the bagel shop. Yeah, yeah, here yeah. in Little Rock. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So uh, while I was in a meeting, Kenna went and picked up our bagel shop order. And recently, the bagel shop announced that uh, the the pastry chef who is in charge of Flake Baby Pastries has joined their team. Oh, damn! And I did not. This is new information to me. Yes, my god. So I don't know if you know Flake Baby. Uh, I think I know Flake Baby as well as. Uh, our Irish listeners do, which is to say, not at all. Not at all. Okay. So her name's Monica. I actually went to college with it. Uh, not important. So um, she makes like basically like high-end Pop-Tarts. If She calls them flakes because it's like, think like a croissant in a Pop-Tart shape with like the most delicious filling. I think I'm erect. Yeah, I can see it. You're yeah. throbbing. Um, and, and so we got, so we got, uh, uh, two, two flakes. One was a, like, brown sugar streusel blueberry jam filled flake. Oh my God. Wow, you came. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other was a, a lavender, uh, chocolate fudge filled. Yeah. And my guy. 
they're just so fucking phenomenal. We also got a couple corn cookies, which is like sort of a cornmeal cookie with this like really nice lemon glaze. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's oh, so good. Yeah. It is, as Kenna put it, dangerously good. Yeah. Well, ain't nothing dangerous about it. You're just going to keep enjoying it. Well, that's the danger. Yeah. Uh, you got to let yourself enjoy shit, my man. Fuck the oh, rest no. of it. No, no, no. I enjoyed it. The problem is that it is now much easier to acquire. Mm. And so I can enjoy it much more frequently. Right. Which uh, my body will eventually not appreciate. Mm, yeah. I guess so. But what is your body for except to consume these delicious fucking flakes? I mean... Watch Keanu Reeves? Yeah, you can do that in basically any state. You could be half conscious and watch (laughs) Keanu Reeves films. (laughs) Yeah, this season I'm going to put it to the test. Can I watch Keanu Reeves while actual chocolate fudge pulses through my veins? Yeah. Answer, survey says, probably... Yeah, let's see if I flatline. Um, Luke, do you want to do the plot? Yes. For Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny Mnemonic. Um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu, would you say what? Now, I did write down the description uh, from the Microsoft store because it was so buck wild. Let's do that instead, and then maybe I'll add some color. You'll need to. Keanu Reeves is a space-age courier who's plugged in, turned on, and buffed up to deliver the most important data of the 21st century, wet-wired directly into his brain. Sorry, I read that with the wrong punctuation. Wet-wired directly into his brain! There we go. Can you give me the... You you know the part I want again. Yeah. Uh, Who's plugged in, turned on, and buffed up to what? deliver the most important data of the 21st century wet wired directly into his brain sam i just watched this movie what in the absolute fuck does buffed up mean i don't know quite honestly he he is plugged in i will grant it that at no point is he turned on and buffed up no that's yeah. not I don't know her. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm so glad you read that. Because I, like, normally I don't write the descriptions down anymore, but I saw those six words. Yeah. And I said, yes, please. Yeah, I will take that home. Please take it to the bank. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my god. Okay, so... As mentioned, Keanu Reeves plays Johnny Mnemonic. Um, a space-age courier. A space-age courier. plugged in, turned on, and buffed up. <laughs> Who wrote it? Who wrote it? I need to find the genius. Yeah, I think we need to find this person. And also, I would give you a million dollars if you if you shouted those that phrase at your nearest UPS driver the next time they deliver a package. If you're just like, "Hey, are you plugged in, turned on, and buffed out?" <laughs> I would get arrested in my own home. Yeah, <laughs> turns out UPS drivers have uh, 
uh, citizens' arrest powers that they exercise liberally yeah. if you just weird them out. Wide legal latitude, UPS yeah. drivers. Okay, plot. I will bang through this very quickly because I want to talk about this movie. Um, yeah. Counter Reeves plays Johnny Mnemonic. Here's Johnny Mnemonic's whole thing. He's got a brain implant where he can. he's wet-wired to carry data mm-hmm. around. He's basically a, a SATA hard drive. Um, yeah. He's, he's an external drive, but he's a person. He gets hired uh, to overload his brain with 320 gigabytes of data, which the most he could do is what, like 160, something yeah, like that. Yeah, one. So normally it's 80, which is like not even a one Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, but he doubles it magically to mm-hmm. 160, and then yeah. they're like, "Can you do 320?" And he goes, "Yep." Yeah. And he can. Boy, howdy, can he. Um, yeah, he's a trooper. You can cram Keanu full of as much data as you want, apparently, but the, there's a thing called seepage, which happens in his brain, weirdly. Um, and not his pants. And not his pants. That was the joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and it's going to kill him eventually if he doesn't get the data dumped out of him. But basically, there's an encryption key that runs off of still images. He needs to find uh, these three still images to get the da- the excuse me the data dumped out of his, his skull. Um, otherwise, Sam, cyberpunk universe, mm-hmm. there's a plague, a mass plague going on called NAS, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, nerve attenuation syndrome. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, super well done. Um, the black shakes is what people mm-hmm. call it. Um, yeah. And uh, it turns out that what he's got inside of his skull is the cure for the black shakes. And so the the big pharmacon comp- company that's uh, trying to control this information and sell it wants to get him and keep him from releasing this to the public. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, cyberpunk stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, who cares? We'll get into the rest of it. Sam, can I go first? Yeah, I wish you would. Okay, this movie, because there's no good, there's no bad. Mm-hmm. This movie is behind its time. Does that make yes. sense? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> My guy, I've been tr- I spent the last hour and a half trying to put my finger on what it was about this movie that didn't feel right. Yeah, this movie. That's it. That's yeah. it. This movie was antiquated the minute it hit theaters. Yes. Like if you watched this movie and then you watched like Blade Runner. Yes. You would go, "Oh, okay. So Johnny Mnemonic is the one that was made in 1970 and had a budget of $15. Yeah. And Blade Runner is the newer, more expensive one, right? Yeah. Hey, do you? Blade Runner is my touchstone in all this. Do you want to guess how many years previously, like how many years uh, Blade Runner came out before this movie? Uh, was it 10? It was 13 years. 13? In that movie, oh, that movie looks good. God. That movie still yeah. holds up. It looks phenomenal. It has a believable world that doesn't have trash people. The, yeah, that doesn't have trash people. 
Um, My 13 years prior. <laughs> and we're only four years removed from the Matrix. Which makes no sense. Yeah, the Matrix well, is probably I, beginning production, like starting to kick the tires on production when this movie yeah, was being worked on. Folks, we cannot emphasize strongly enough how dog shit this looks. Yes. And it's not just the special effects, although those are pretty bad. They're very bad. Um, everything about this movie feels like exactly what you said, Sam, that it feels it's not even like an 80s movie. It feels like a late 70s, like, yeah, yeah, like art house, weird, badly budgeted movie. So it's interesting that you say that because I was trolling through the IMDb facts to figure out if this was like a damned production or something. Mm Because it it had the vibe of like a damned production. Sure. Um, And no, turns out what they wanted to do was make a $1.5 million arty film. And they got turned down for that. And I guess, like, Sony got real horny about the, like, internet part of this. And they were like, internet's all the rage now in 1995. We want you to make this a big thing. So they had to make a $30 million movie (laughs) because they couldn't get $1.5 million. That is an actual quote from, from one of the guys involved. We couldn't. We had to make a thirty million dollar movie because we couldn't get one and a half million. I, that's like if you go in to buy a Honda Civic, mm-hmm. and they go, "I can't give you a Honda Civic. I can give you this Lambo." Yeah. And you go. I have to carry groceries, but I guess we'll try it. Yeah, I. Sorry, folks. I have this Lamborghini. Um, I they wouldn't give me a Civic. Yeah, I just wanted like an automatic Civic mm-hmm. base package, and instead I've I got c- this fucking Jaguar. Uh, Jaguar <laughs> that I'm now whipping around town in. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Though even that, I think, is giving this movie too much credit because you know a Lamborghini like does what it's supposed to do and like works and looks yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like. If you tried to get a Honda Civic and instead they gave you the most expensive Fiat. <laughs> you know how much I love a Fiat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Fiat. It's the most hey, expensive a Fiat. Fiat. <laughs> hey, I know you wanted the Civic, but uh, how about the Fiat, huh? It's very expensive and it will break. Oh, it's broken now. Ah, shit. It's a $30 million dollar fiat. Uh, cazzo. Cazzo. It didn't, it didn't drive off the lot. Oh, yeah. fix it again, Tony. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I, yep. I knew you'd love uh, a good fiat <laughs> a good joke. good fiat joke. Oh, fuck, I love that. But isn't this the fiat of movies, though? Yeah, good pivot. Um, Because <laughs> this, yes, here's, okay. Yeah, so here's my ma- major takeaway from this movie. Is mm-hmm. it looks like absolute shit. We've discussed yeah. that. Um, it, like, at times, 
And I'm sorry to interrupt you. At times, Mm-mm. it actually looks very much like uh, the original Star Wars, A New Hope. Yes. Yeah, a movie that came out in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, between, like, some of the, the like, clunky fight choreography. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, just the, like, film quality of it, and sometimes the, the bizarre line delivery. Oh. It's, it's got a lot of that. I would say not just the sometimes bizarre line delivery. It's like they made a movie where they only shipped the worst takes. Where they shot five takes. They got a good one and they said, okay, find me the worst one we just did. Oh, hey. I I was giving the sometimes bad line reads to Star Wars. This movie? uh, (laughs) let Let me tell you what I wrote down. It's like the dialogue was dubbed, undubbed, redubbed, translated four times, and dubbed again. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. You nailed it. Can can I add, like, fed into an AI at some point? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They fed it to chat GPT first (laughs) and ran it through a couple times. But they, so they did that, and then, like you said, also took all the worst takes. Yeah, I genuinely think they shot one take, one take Tony every time mm-hmm. and then never bothered. So sometimes, occasionally you get something approaching a good read, but almost every single time. Because it's like Keanu. All right. I have this to say about Keanu in this movie. Uh huh. Having watched Speed and having watched this, I don't know what changed, but mid 90s Keanu, way better actor than early 90s Keanu. You know, I don't know, because I feel like I feel like he was way better in speed than he was here. Yeah. And he, well, here's what I have to say about this movie, re his acting. Okay. The guy is his you can tell he is acting. He is trying so hard to yeah. ship something out of garbage lines. Yeah, and and it does feel like he I don't know. The vibe I got was he was either getting nothing from the director yeah. or all the wrong things. I think nothing because what we see is him taking uh, like he's making artistic decisions and taking huge swings with some of yeah. the lines. Um, but then it looks like there was no direction because it looks like they did it and there was no feedback. They just went, OK, cool. That was yeah, it was that was it. <laughs> He, he screams about room service for a while, and then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, Moving on. That specific rant is the one I was about to talk about. That specific, yeah. like, standing on a trash heap, yelling about how he wants to be in a hotel and how he wants a $10,000 a night hooker and laundry services and stuff. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, the delivery was great, but also so out of place. It's it's wild. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So he's we're seeing a deafness to his performances the last couple movies uh, that I yeah. think I think he's he's really coming into his own as an actor. Um, yeah. But this movie is is weirdly it's both a good example of that and a terrible one because it's good and it shows you like like imagine uh Michael Jordan playing Calvin Ball right oh yeah like world-class uh and beyond athlete 
trying to play a made-up game that has no rules. Um, Ugh, brutal. Yeah, you're seeing the physical prowess yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> of someone who's at the top of their game, and it yeah. makes it is not uh, a good platform for them. I Absolutely think that's what we're not. seeing here. Well, and it's weird, because, like, I was reading some reviews, because I noticed that it got an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm -hmm. and a few people have pointed out that, like, it was a huge miscast with Keanu, and it's like, no? Yeah. I don't think so. I think Keanu's the only person here who's trying. Yeah. I think everybody else is, is utterly failing him. Yeah. I'd agree. Plus, how is it a miscast? Because this is proto-Matrix. In proto-Matrix, and as the IMDB facts point out, also sort of proto-Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that angle. It is literally proto-version of that. Well, so here's the wild thing. So in this, he's you know, got all this data, like a chip in his head that's holding all this data. In Cyberpunk 2077, your character has like a chip or some data in your head that has a bunch of weird data and also like a hologram of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. I love it. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the things I thought about this movie too, is that the actual premise... If it had been done correctly, it's not awful. No. It, yeah. Like, I, I think broad sketch is not bad. Yeah. It's got some weird details, like the Navy experiment porpoise that uh-huh. hacks yeah. stuff. Did you know that that dolphin went on to do a media campaign in the UK for a yogurt company? Sorry, yogurt company? <laughs> for a yogurt company? Are you fucking with me right now? I'm not. That was in the IMDb facts. What do you mean? What do you mean? Dol- there wasn't a real dolphin in this, was there? I see. I thought no, but the fact implied <laughs> that yes. Which <laughs> what seems very wrong? Yeah. Let me let me pull up the the specific fact from Johnny Mnemonic. That means uh, that they so- they got a dolphin and made him cosplay as a toaster. also here's actually a fact that that i think um does clear up a lot of stuff for us the script was rumored to have just been dumped on keanu's doorstep and that (laughs) that apparently is what piqued his interest it was like huh someone just left this script here that is fucking fantastic what a okay we talk a lot about how keanu is a great guy but Mm -hmm. what a great dude who receives a trash script dumped on his doorstep like a baby in the night and he and he reads it and then makes the movie i know I, who why Keanu you can say no to things you can say no to, you don't yeah you, you can there's polite and friendly ways to say no to stuff my guy yeah it's good to set boundaries Keanu maybe maybe since then he's gone to therapy and learned yeah. to set boundaries for sure that just because someone dumps a script on your doorstep does not mean you should take the role yeah exactly uh 
so yeah, here's here's the the fact. The dolphin, which features heavily at the end of the film, went on to star in a major marketing campaign in the UK with Munch Bunch yogurts. I have no response to that. My brain is... I'm back on Jupiter. I have fully left my body again. Yeah. Okay, I I need confirmation here that this was a, a real... a real dolphin. Before you pull up this ad campaign, which I think is where you're going... Um, I actually hadn't thought about that, but... Um, I just want to point out that the commercial you're about to watch is going to look about 20 years better than the movie that we just watched. <laughs> it will. It absolutely will. So, is this a real dolphin? Yeah. Pinocchio Someone style. just tell me is this a real dolphin? Because it's a puppet, right? It looked very much like a puppet. But I also kind of wonder... Wait, 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 wait. Now it says... Huh, so this is an article from Sci-Fi. And uh, I'm just going to read you this little snippet, which means it's up to this strangely erotic porpoise to save the day. Now, hold up, writer of this sci-fi article. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you chucked a problem word in there. I was good with the rest of the sentence, but then you ha- you added a slight injection. Yeah. You you made you could have just gone with up to this strange porpoise. But instead you said strangely erotic. Is this now, like when I I hope this person wrote this. And then everyone in the office at Sci-Fi Industries Incorporated um, turned to look at Jeff, the writer for this piece. And everybody went, Jeff, you okay over there, bud? Yeah, you, uh, you in a, are you a scaly? Are you a scaly? Because erotic, bud? Now, yeah. Now I'm now I'm just filling dead air. What what you what you got going on over there? I'm I'm so confused, my guy, because apparently, uh, okay, okay, so so this is from William Gibson, who wrote the short story that the movie was based on. Who sure. side side note. Hated the movie. Hey, really quick, because uh, uh-huh. I looked this up too. Both the writer, William Gibson, and the director hate this movie. Okay. Didn't know the director hated it. Yes. But he should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So in September 2020, someone found out that the life size cyborg dolphin prop from Johnny Mnemonic went up for auction in 2015, and the winning bid is not public info, but the bid estimate was only $500. And William Gibson says that he was around Jones a lot on set in Toronto, and he's huge, and if you bought him for $500, it would cost you a lot more than that to move him anywhere at all. That's phenomenal. So that's a prop. I guess so. 
Unless there were select scenes where they actually had a dolphin cosplaying as a toaster. Yeah, because we, we do get some, like, dolphin-like tail movement, but that, I mean... You can rig that. Yeah, you could. I'm so, I'm so deeply confused. I assume it's not real, but now I need to, to see... Uh, uh, what, what was it? Munch? Crunch? I don't remember. We're so we're so far beyond that. I don't have a chip in my brain that uh, keeps this information for me. So, but now I do desperately want to watch, make you watch a commercial from the mid '90s just to compare visual quality to what we just watched. Yeah, Munch. No, hold on. This is uh, great audio. Yeah, I honestly, I don't even care about the podcast anymore, my guy. I need to know <laughs> about the Munch Bunch Yogurt Dolphin, which is what I looked up. Yogurt Dolphin commercial? That sounds right. Punch it. No, that's what I searched, man. I'm not oh. finding shit. Come on. Is this one of those, like, what's it called? Mandela effect things? Oh, I thought you were going to say QAnon. No, is this like <laughs> is this one, one of those, those QAnon <laughs> things? You know, QAnon's always going on about these yogurt dolphins. Um, what if I just do yogurt dolphin commercial? Let's yeah, if, maybe that'll get that you If that does there. anything. Unless this is one of those things that like, like the Berenstein Bears... Uh, where, you know, we all culturally remember one thing, but it never existed in the first place. Man, I don't, I think someone is pulling our legs here. Yeah. I shouldn't have looked it up. It was way more fun thinking that this, this was a, a real dolphin who's again, strangely erotic, uh, who went on to do <laughs> some dogger. Okay. I can spin this though. Okay. Yeah. Because we have just been introduced, Sam, to a hacker, a a psychological hacker, a person we Erotic. now need to name. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what? Oh, I thought you were talking about the dolphin still. No, 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 no. Although, that is one erotic dolphin. We can all agree. Oh, yeah. So crusty and plated up. Yeah. And crusty. But no, what I'm talking about is someone who goes on IMDb and makes up stuff that's not funny, but sounds believable enough that it becomes embedded in the public consciousness for fun. Now, this person needs a name. Nelson. Okay, just Nelson, huh? Mandela. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nelson the Mandela Master. Oh, Rainbow Nation, and also uh, just a shitload of bad IMDb facts that aren't funny but sound plausible. He's a master of the Mandela effect. I understand. Mandela Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nelson Mandela Man. there's a comma (laughs) there's a comma in there (laughs) that you really have to hit so let me try it Nelson 
Mandela man. <laughs> I'm you know what? I've turned I've turned the corner. I'm actually on board with this this joke now. I wasn't, but now weirdly with the comma. Yeah, that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> it confused the absolute shit out of other superheroes. And the first, like, you meet this arch villain, Nelson Mandela Man, and your first instinct is to go, hang on, wait, is this? Is what this, is this? This, is, this feels wrong. Hold on. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, did you know that the dolphin and Johnny Mnemonic started UK yogurt commercials and they're like oh fuck really damn I thought, I thought that was a puppet and he goes toodaloo <laughs> uh, can can that be the episode title Nelson comma Mandela man maybe I still don't know if it feels right <laughs> <laughs> One severely unqualified Nelson. <laughs> uh. Oh shit. My face hurts. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck, man. Uh. When's, when's he getting into the MCU, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke involving Vuvuzelas, but I got nothing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> over here filling dead air with this process, trying to come up with something. Um, okay. That we can use as an episode title involving a Vuvuzela, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. Um, now there's there's a little bit of like a title crawl mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of this movie. Did you also find that it was uncomfortably prescient? Sort of. It was also pretty unhinged. Um, well, welcome to 2023. Yeah, welcome to because... 2023 for sure. So it says, uh, the second decade of the 21st, 2021, corporations rule on the money. Yeah. Um, world threatened by a new plague that is fatal, epidemic, and cause and cure are unknown. Yeah. Yeah, cause. Yeah. Yeah, cause and cure. Yep, ding and Mm -hmm. dingling. And then there's some unhinged stuff, I'll grant you that. And then later it does say something about the info wars. Mm. Which little little uh, Nostradamus that is like bang on the money. Oh so. yeah. And when um when Keanu asks for like a bunch of tools so that he can surf the wild net which we need to talk about. Yes, we do. Um, um he yeah. does ask for a a Thompson iPhone. Uh, Holy shit, he does. Yeah. I think now, he, he means it quite literally as a phone yeah, for your eyeballs. E-Y-E phone. Yeah. However, yeah. he did say iPhone in 1995. 
So did Keanu Reeves come up with the concept of the iPhone in 1995? I think so. I think so too. We should put this on IMDb. (laughs) We should really piss Nelson Mandela Mandela man man. off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah. So does that mean um? Shit, what's his name? Who's the guy? Who's the guy who did Apple? Because all I can think is Tim (laughs) Cook. Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs, thank oh, you. Oh, Tim Cook would love to hear that, that he has <laughs> fully replaced Steve Jobs in your brain. Oh, somewhere he so, just got a stiffy and he doesn't know why. <laughs> He's like, I'm Tim Apple now. Um, so mm-hmm. does that mean that Steve Jobs watched Johnny Mnemonic and was like, I can make one of them? I, I mean, there's no proof that he didn't. And Yeah. No one's going to question it if we put it up on IMDb that Steve Jobs in 1995 <laughs> watched this this fucking Buckwild movie. Yes. And came up with the iPhone. It's it's powerful stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you want to talk about the internet and I wanted to say this really quickly. Mm-hmm. This movie came out in 1995. 1995. Yes. We're like 10 years removed from the iPhone? Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, somewhere in there. Roughly speaking. Yeah. The technology that it predicts for 2023 is like someone in the 50s guessing what's going to happen in 2023. It makes... We had the internet in 95. And they thought in 2021 that it was gonna be buck fucking wild yes yeah every piece of physical hardware like the most they could think of for a a piece of physical hardware is like a skype box it's not even like a tablet like star trek Mm -hmm. uh in the 80s was more advanced than this um because they had like tablets these these people have like a box yeah that you Skype on. But then the yeah. internet itself. Yeah. It's it's so wild. So first of all, he needs an entire shopping list to get on the internet. Yeah. Which I do love. Because it's I, I wrote down essentially what it what it is. Um uh uh Somaticore nine thousand, Virtua Gogs, a Nintendo Power Glove, and too much lube. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know where the power glove is going with that much lube on hand. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting his prostate checked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he does basically wear two Nintendo power gloves, which is a joke that I think three people will get. Yeah. Um, I mean, and... I've seen our demo numbers. I I think a lot of people will remember the power glove. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I guess we don't really hit those, those, uh, young markets all that much yeah i don't think hey folks if you if you know some kids (laughs) maybe tell your kids about our podcast yep do it definitely do it i I don't co-sign i can't co-sign this because because that's two 30 year old white dudes being like find us some kids and i don't love it find some children 
and ask them if they like Tom Hanks movies. Mm-hmm. They will go, you mean Chet? Oh, uh, you mean the guy on TikTok with the tattoos and the, like, racially inappropriate accents? Mm-hmm. And, uh... Who's currently feuding with Eric Andre? Is he really? He is, yes. What the fuck over, my man? Uh, he was on Eric Andre's show, and recently Eric did an interview where he said that basically Chet was like a fucking madman and an asshole, and endangered the crew with a motorcycle. Uh, and then Chet was like, fuck you, I wasn't. And then Eric Andre <laughs> just said, take a DNA test to prove that you're Tom Hanks' son. Oh my god, that's good. That is Which a comeback like. right there. That that it is, yeah. So uh so they're currently feuding through Instagram stories. Uh we live in just a wild time. Okay, to loop it back, this is the internet. Yes. This is this what is it actually internet. became. Now what's in this movie, I don't even know how to begin to describe it. It's huh. Okay, so it's a lot of um, hand gestures. I want to start with that. Oh my god, really quick. I think I figured it out. Uh-huh. It's what it's what Zuckerberg thinks the metaverse is when he does oh mescaline. Oh my Christ. Yeah. No, so, okay. Turns out this movie was pretty formative for a lot of, like, <laughs> tech, tech-like yeah. freaks. Because uh, Steve Jobs obviously was like, iPhone, I could do it. Zuck was like, I'm making that. Yeah. That weird, where you have a, a, a really shitty looking avatar that's getting attacked by stuff, like personified viruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is what Zuck is going for, isn't it? He wants a physical space for the internet. When what people want is to is 10 seconds of Eric Andre blasting Chet Hanks <laughs> that they can laugh at while they eat dinner. Yeah. And then move yeah. on with their lives. And to not put on like a five pound headset to do a Zoom meeting. Yeah. And get all sweaty and nauseous, Zuck. Yeah. Because... You know the wild thing about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I guess what happened is that Zuck, Zuck was like, Zoom, pff, that's not, that's whatever, that's just people's faces. When I'm in a meeting, I want to see your whole body, but not your legs. But not your legs. Yeah, you got there before I could. Yeah, I, I want to see exactly the same thing I can see. Like, Sam, you're looking at me right now in what is essentially a yeah. Zoom call. Yeah. You can see my torso. On, mm-hmm. I can. On Zuck's platform. Oh, yeah. I hope he's fucking taping this whole thing and yeah. uh, listening in, you fucking wet-eyed weirdo. Um. <laughs> you fucking lizard freak. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's really a shame that uh, you get nauseous so easily because we should do uh, a, meta. a VR... Oh, uh, a meta, a yes. meta VR recording. Has anybody done that yet? Has anybody recorded a podcast in the metaverse? We could be the first. 
Folks, if you want to hear us record an episode in the metaverse, fucking email us. Like, I think one or two yeah. of you is all it would take to convince me to yeah. do this. It's a real low bar. I Now, be warned, folks, 90% of the episode is going to be Luke going, ugh, ugh, <laughs> just <laughs> sort of, just herking is kind of the best that i can describe it as yeah i think my favorite euphemism for throwing up is selling the buick um Mm, yeah it's gonna be a lot of me selling buicks um yeah but i i think there's a solid chance if we logged into the metaverse tonight Mm -hmm. it would be us and then out of the distance slowly coming towards us would be the wet-eyed gremlin himself, Zuckerberg, just to wave. Did you did you come to hang out? No, yeah. no, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, fuck. Um, so yeah, it turns out Johnny Mnemonic, extremely prescient, knew exactly yeah. what the fuck was going to happen in twenty twenty three. Incredibly influential to to our current tech world. Hey, while we're, I'll tell you later. Remind me to tell you about Walmart and the metaverse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucking truck gonna be there? Uh, no. What, what truck? So for those who aren't from Arkansas and don't know, Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart, had the same red truck his whole goddamn life. that's right, yeah. And they have it in the Walmart Museum in Bentonville, Arkansas. And Mm -hmm. it just cracks me up that they're like, yeah, he had this same truck. And cool? Yeah. If I I also have a possession from the age of, let's say, 45 until I'm dead, will you Mm -hmm. chuck it in a museum for me? Yeah, Luke used this same butt plug from, mm-hmm. from the time he was 30 until he died. Yeah, it's look at it glisten. It's very crusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, fun thing, I don't know if you've ever noticed at the Walmart Museum, what they have, like, his office or, like, a mock-up of his office. Right. There's a gun in the corner. It's yeah, just a shotgun is. propped up in the corner, which, honestly... Power move for deal making. Yeah, it's people talk about like raising your seat like a couple inches higher than everybody mm-hmm. else. Um, those kinds of power moves, or you just have a fucking shotgun in the corner. Yeah, someone starts playing hardball with you, and you just take kind of a slow pan over to your shotgun. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think they change their tune pretty quick. Yeah, explains a lot about how Walmart managed to like acquire and expand so quickly oh yeah sam walton killed a lot of business people this is a joke this is a joke he killed them metaphorically when he took over their businesses and literally when he shot them in the face with his shotgun (laughs) (laughs) joke (laughs) joke (laughs) um okay we got we do need to talk about the movie a little bit so um the bad guy Mm mm-hmm why does he have a stink nail? So the stink nail, because the whole thing with the Yakuza is that they chop off at the knuckle your fingers for mistakes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I get that, but I'm pretty sure they don't get a hot stink nail. No, no, what makes it stinky? Mmm, okay. And, and a hot thread comes out of your stinky chopped off finger stump? Yeah. 
So you're saying Uh-oh, that makes froze. it stinky? Did we get okay. did we get some lag there for a second? We did. We got a lot of lag. Thank oh, okay. You. Great job, Zuck. It's because we made the street from each other. <laughs> I could fucking lean out my goddamn window and get less lag in a response from you. We were gonna talk about the movie, but fuck it. Let's talk about how we just got a huge lag spike on Zuck's I'm, platform. Like we're essentially on a land network. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could we could theoretically I could like get one of those t-shirt cannons, hook a bunch of cat cable into it, which I have on hand, and then yeah. fire it at your house. We are that close. <laughs> yeah. T-shirt cannon range is a measure of distance I don't think we use enough. It is yeah, it's a pretty glorious one when you think about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. is this how mascots view the world? They just walk around and when they're not in their suit, and they're just like, yeah, I bet I could hit that with the t-shirt cannon. Was, yeah, uh, or, ooh, I'd, I'd catch up to him, but he's two t-shirt cannon shots away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't catch the guy that just mugged me. Uh, mm-hmm. He's too far away. Uh, just pickpocketed anyway, so, me. So the stink finger. Yeah, the stink finger. So you're saying it's stinky, why? It just seemed like it stunk. I mean, it probably it's does. All, it's all weird, and it's got that hot thread in it. Yeah. And it's, Ooh. I don't know. That is a lot of heat in a confined space. Yeah. And, uh. Don't be stinky. It's gonna be stinky. Also, wouldn't you live in, every time you wipe. Oh. <laughs> you think maybe he takes it off to wipe, or is it, like, attached? I hope to God he takes it off when he wipes. Um. Though, would sort of give a whole new meaning to turd cutter. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it would, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Much like the movie, uh, this episode is only bad takes. Only bad takes. (laughs) Only bricks in the building on this one. Um... Having said that, I did like that he he sliced the man in uh, like three pieces. Yeah, you're talking about Hans, who we saw from my own private Idaho. Yeah, can I tell you a fun fact about him that yeah, I didn't sure. notice in my own private Idaho because I think I was too mad to pay attention? Mm-hmm. This, this is the same guy who played in Red Alert 2, uh, the like live action sequences for the, the cutscenes. He yeah. played Yuri, the mind the mind reading telekinetic uh villain. That is fantastic. Which I only recognized from the voice because I played that game religiously yeah. as a child. I know this about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um fuck, that's a good little detail right there. Yeah. I mean, this guy, we pulled him up, he's got like 277 acting credits. A lot of them look like pretty kinky German shit, to be fair. Yeah, Udo Kier. Yeah. uh, Which is, frankly, a kinky kinky German name. Yeah. Yeah, if you saw that on a, like, uh, you know, a a check-in list at a kink club in Berlin, you'd be like, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, nothing out of the ordinary there. That makes sense. Yeah. Udo Kier, a little advanced for me. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's kind of a lot for for me. I'll do the the Schwarzenbachen. Yeah. Um, which I think was just black car. Um, but that's a anyway. I mean, hey, um, it's a, if I ordered a black car in a kink club, that seems pretty appropriate. I don't know what I'm gonna get, but it's gonna be pretty kinky. Oh yeah. Um, but he's still working, which blows me away because he must be a thousand. Yeah, he's gonna be. Well, no, that's the thing, Sam. This movie makes you think it was forever ago. Uh, yeah, it was nineteen ninety five. Yeah, that's with that. I was alive. Yeah, dude. So yes, huh. it's pretty old at this point. And I don't like thinking about that. But yeah, this movie makes you think it came out in like nineteen twelve, and it did not. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. Okay, can can we can we go to Sam's Sam's gun range corner for a second? Yeah, sure, why not? I was so mystified by the guns in this movie because they I they're clearly not normal guns, right? No. Yeah, even I clocked that, someone who knows essentially yeah. nothing about guns. And they sounded like maybe they were like energy weapons, but they didn't fire lasers. No. But the only reason I think it's an energy weapon is because, like, one of them turned on or, or like, got loaded or something, and you hear this, like, like, little, like, electronic whine right. when it turns on. Uh, so it's like, okay, it's an energy weapon. But yeah. then, but then Keanu runs out of ammo. Yeah. Which I don't think, so is it just b- batteries? Is it battery operated? It just seems wild that you would have a battery-operated gun. Yeah. Excuse Nobody's me. Nobody's walking around with a with a fucking bandolier full of nine volts. <laughs> that are going up to coffee shop people, like the baristas at a coffee shop, and be like, "Hey, I know this is inconvenient, but like, do you have like a lightning cable I could borrow?" back there for my gun recharge my gun because my gun's really low on battery and i gotta get an uber home and (laughs) if the driver tries to mug me i gotta blow him away um yeah do you have anything sam i took zero notes on this episode and it went great. So I think we should cut Listen. our losses and get the fuck out of here. There we go. So next week, what are we looking at for next week? As I pull up the list. And I write um, down Nelson Mandela Man mm-hmm. as a potential title. Folks, if you see it, <laughs> it made the cut. <laughs> yes. All right, we're looking at 1995's A Walk in the Clouds. Okay. What do you think? Have you seen it? I have not, no. Okay, what do you think it's about? So we saw essentially a bizarre world version of Star Wars A New Hope. Uh, yeah. Today. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. the next one is going to be a bizarre world version of Empire Strikes Back in which they go to Cloud City. Oh, and take a walk okay. in the clouds. Uh, sort of. I, I think it's gonna that. be. 
altered carbon style. I think there's like going to be the Methuselahs that live like up in the clouds that live forever and have money and technology. Uh huh. And then everyone else down below the clouds lives in this like dystopian hellscape that's probably set in like oh 2010. Yeah. Um. So we can sort of laugh at that. Yeah, I think that's what a walk in the clouds is going to be. Sam, what do you think it's going to be? A Walk in the Clouds is a movie in which uh, Keanu Reeves plays St. Peter at the Pearly Gates. Interesting. Interesting. uh, Interesting. Did I get the right saint? I was about to say, you're taking some brave steps for someone who, I think until recently, didn't know it was St. Peter at the Gates. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anyway... And he is uh, taking people who maybe don't necessarily, you know, make the list. Mm-hmm. And he takes them on a walk and he chats with them. And uh, it's it's a real sort of like personal, philosophical, kind of emotional sort of thing. Where, it, yeah. where he's really work, helping people work through some stuff to become better people. I Think love like, this. Like the good place. Yes, the last n- season of Good Place. Yeah, but not funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and it's just a, someone walking with Keanu Reeves as Saint Peter. Hey, has Pixar done this yet? I feel like if you pitched this to Pixar and you threw in like one cutesy character, they would green light this in a heartbeat. Yeah, the Hitler Goblin. Yeah, well, it has to be the Hitler Goblin, obviously. He's so cute with his little mustache and his hatred of the Jews. (laughs) Yeah, I think Mr. Bird's going to jump all over that one. (laughs) How many bricks do you have in your bag tonight? (laughs) (laughs) It's beyond counting. Nothing. Oops, all bricks. Oops, all bricks. <laughs> no, that was good. I shouldn't. I shouldn't rib you. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that's a walk in the clouds. Well, nice. folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail dot com. Uh, we're also on Mastodon at uh, HanksyPanksy at uh, home.social. And uh, we're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. We got a lot of fun stuff over there. Just chuck us some money. Have a good time. Send us enough. And you too can become one of Hanks's heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Fellas, I'm going to fill your brain with the entire contents of the Library of Congress. Oh, the promises, promises over here. Mm-hmm. Which I learned is, uh, as of 2019, is anywhere between 10 and 100 terabytes. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke, you got a final quote? I do. And uh, we spoiled it a little bit, but it is, I want room service. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this fucking movie. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 1995's A Walk in the Clouds.